Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. It's Donna and Steve. Hey, everybody. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Steve keeps smelling a sweatshirt or like breathing into his shirt. Yeah. I don't know if you're checking your breath or to see no, if your I'm, shirt smells like a dirty sponge. You know when you, yeah, you know when you leave a sweatshirt in the wash? I too do. Long? I don't think I did that with this though, but I'm wondering if maybe I just don't like the smell of. Can I smell it? Yeah. All right, everybody. Here, you come over here. Talk amongst yourselves. And I'll tell you, well, I'll tell you something else about it. You smell any part of it. She's smelling multiple parts. I think it smells good. Okay, so maybe it's me. Maybe it's you me. You don't like that scent. Uh, maybe it's. It feels like there's a little mildew. In I it. didn't. I didn't catch it. You know. And usually I'm super sensitive to that. But Wait, your perfume has notes of mildew. <laughs> well, that's it's an upgrade detergent. from the old whale blubber that I used to. <laughs> it smells like. I'll tell you what. And this is something else you can. I'm just going to say this. I have eight sprays of Clinique on and happy and you can't smell it. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I'd ask for my money back. I need to go. I think I might get Sauvage. I've been called the Johnny Depp of my talk before. <laughs> I, I can't take you seriously if Why? you're going to wear something called Sauvage. You're right. It's one letter off from sausage. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, what if you pronounced it Sausage? Uh, sausage. I mean, is that sort of elevated? Oh. What do you mean? Johnny Depp wears it. It's Dior. Is it called Savage? No, it's called Sauvage. No, I can't take that seriously. Can you pull up a Sauvage commercial, Rocco? Honest sure. to goodness. Listen, what I you... know people who live in Savage, and if I heard them pronounce it <laughs> Sauvage, I'd have a problem. It would be like Shiska. Right. <laughs> Shiska. Haven't you seen the... the, the, the Johnny Depp is I've like never the seen face the of Sauvage. Well, because you watch football and stuff like that. There he is playing guitar. Oh, I need to see this. What are you seeing, Rocco? If he he's says, playing guitar, he's looking handsome. If he stops and looks at the camera and says, I Savage. I gotta get out of here. At the end, they're gonna say Savage. I bet. I hope so. Now he's driving oh, he's lost. past some oil derricks. Now what, Rocco? Uh, there was a buffalo on the road. Now he he's it? driving in the desert. There goes an eagle. He's got a <laughs> shovel. This is like an SNL bit. He's walking in the desert with a shovel. Yes. He's digging. He's gonna bury a body. Oh, he took off his chain. Oh, something I can't see. He's burying it. I can feel it. <laughs> Oh, no, no, this is no, not Donna. Say it. It's magic. It's so much. Yes. yes. No. Yes. Unacceptable. You could get me that for quiz mice. <laughs> no, we're not doing Christmas. <laughs> okay. What do you mean? We're not buying each other gifts. Why? Because it used to be fun. That one time that we did the Secret Santa, you picked out a name, 
It was Ryan. Ryan picked out a name. It was you. And then I was like, what? <laughs> it was the hardest was my so brain dumb. has ever hurt. Yeah, that was not our best moment. What do you mean? We can do a Secret Santa. We could do a standard $5,000 limit. Okay. It's been a good year. And um, let's see how much Savage is. The, yeah, I bet you a Savage 3.4 is probably like $89. Savage. Oh, this is, a, is this a Fenty thing? I think it's Dior. Yes, Dior. But you're right. Oh. Johnny Depp was on the Fenty uh, fashion show yeah. last week. $112. They say it lasso. Is it an ode to parfum? Oh my god, it is one letter from sausage. <laughs> I can't unsee it. Yeah, I can't. I Rocco. I know. Sausage. Sausage. <laughs> Pizza. I can't. You can't unsee it. Don't no. You can't put a U in there. You can't. So it's spelled S-A-U-V-A-G-E. Not cool. I am You know what it reminds me of? What? Did you guys ever see the movie Boomerang? No. And with great, is it oh, Grace Jones? With, gives um, birth to, um, to Stranger. Oh, I it was Stranger, which is spelled strange. Funny. And she gives birth to, to a perfume <laughs> bottle. Sauvage. Yes. Oh, I hear it lasts really long, though. Mm, yeah, okay. So um, Savage, in case you were wondering, is French for savage. You probably knew that. Um, <laughs> a, I think there's a thing called Centopedia. Let me see if that's there. It stinks so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last time we talked about Steve's cologne, it had whale sperm in it. Okay, only when you look into ingredients do you find this kind of stuff out. Had we all just... Oh, so you could go to like, um, oh, yeah, here we go. Save uh, the whales, this is man. Great. Whatever, dude. Save the <laughs> whales. All right, Sauvage okay. or Sausage has this. Its main notes are it's a fresh, spicy, amber, citrus, aromatic, musky, woody, herbal, lavender, warm, spicy. In other um, words, stew. And <laughs> <laughs> it's a Sauvage stew. Uh, it's inspired by Savage is inspired by wild open spaces, blue sky that covers rocky landscapes, hot under the desert sun. <laughs> There's a spot though. Oh, oh, here you go. Here you go. Its top notes are Calabrian, bergamot, and pepper. Calabrian? My wife would probably hate this. We're going to call O'Brien at the end of the show. <laughs> That's right. No, is, are you trying to say Calabrian, like Italian? Possibly. C-A-L-A-B-R-I-A-N. And then what's the word after that? Bergamot. Okay. Calabria is in southwest Italia. Mm-hmm. I just would like to test it. Oh, gosh. I just wish I was in a cologne place right now. I wish we were just doing a show right now. Tell <laughs> us about start. Henry Winkler. I because we talked about Christmas. Queese mice. <laughs> Not doing gifts. I'll be home for Queese mice. I'll be home for Christmas. All right. Uh, it's, I it's really ruined the word Christmas for me this year. <laughs> Every time I've I was singing songs over the weekend that had Christmas in the title, and that kept coming to my mind. It's beginning to look a lot like Queese mice. mice. I'll be home for Christmas. Henry Winkler was talking with uh, CNN, uh, CNN Tonight, and he was talking about 
his the opportunity that he passed on to play uh, Danny Zuko in Greece. Oh, he would have been great back in the day. Yes, right? he would have been great. And he ended up passing on it because he was worried about getting typecast. So he said, will I ever find something with as much impact as the Fonz? How will I know? I'm not getting any offers. He then goes on to talk about how he was offered. And many people, like you look at Danny Zuko and it looks like the Fonz, right? I mean, that's. Oh, yeah. And he, he said, quote, I am a damn fool. I only realized years afterwards. I thought I've played the Fonz. I don't want to do it again. It's already happened. But he said, I'm already typecast. I should have just shut up and had a really good time making that movie. And it was funny. He went on to say, Henry Winkler of passing up the role that went to John Travolta. I go home. I say no. And I have a Diet Coke. John Travolta, who has done the movie, goes home and buys a plane. Right. right. <laughs> oh, that's a bummer. I mean, why did I just clap? For Winkler was born in 45. <laughs> but Winkler was born in 45. Greece was what, like 78? Yeah, 79. So he's going to yep. be a 33 year old teenager? I mean, that's. Oh, a bunch yeah. of, bunch of old stuff? people play teens. If oh, I no. shaved your beard, I could have you as like the school misfit senior year at like Valley True. High School. Travolta is nine years younger than that. Your nubile face could play almost any age, Rocco. Nubile. It's, uh, I saw your face on the TV this weekend. Uh, oh, the the camera loves you, Steve. You, you look great on the TV. Thanks, man. Yeah, you do a great job. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Um, did you see my beard today, Rocco? Mm, yeah, looking at it. Check it out, bro. Looking good. When are you filming again? Um, I think I think we're I'm gonna find out what sort of thing uh, we're trying to come up with an idea for live with Kelly and Ryan um, th- that we would do like in December, uh, but we don't we don't know yet. But my thinking is, could I just grow out my beard, Rocco, and do it like a fade into the sideburn and grow it out lumber sexual style, so that there's a little length coming off of my chin? What? <laughs> I started playing something. Rocco never has it up for me. Oh, I think it's up. No. Yeah, it is. There it is. All right, we gotta go. Was it lumber sexual that did it for you? Or? Dye just, your beard hair. Just Steve all day. I'm so good looking. No. How do I do it? Well, <laughs> I'm looking for answers here. It's like Michael Scott from we The Office, go. who said he wanted to write a book. Called somehow I manage. That's <laughs> funny. Or or we gotta go. Well, I wanted to. I wanted to take a look at the trailer for Lizzo's new documentary, Love Lizzo. We'll see you after the break. I love it. Don't that go away. And more. Bye. Hey, we're back. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on my talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. You guys, we got a first sneak peek. First off. On the Yellowstone prequel with Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren. And I think it's going to be good. It's going to be so good. Okay. Uh, do you want to listen to a little bit of it? Okay. I just put it in there, Rocco. Violence has always haunted this family. It followed us from the Scottish Highlands, the slums of Dublin. And it followed us here. Mm-hmm. Where it doesn't follow, mm-hmm. we hunt it down. Yes. We seek it. Yes. Intense. And then it says, like, Harrison Ford, Helen Mirren, coming. Does it say when it's coming? I'll look it up. 
Thanks, man. What is it called? 1923? Mm-hmm. I have to finish 1883 first. And Yellowstone just started mm-hmm. this past weekend. Oh, man, Donna. What am I going to do? It's coming out December 18th. Okay, I have time. Mm-hmm. Great. Did you watch The White Lotus last night? No. Are you still behind? I mean, are you like two behind? I think I might be two. Have be- you only watched one? I watched one and two. Okay, then you're just one behind. Okay, great. Oh, thank God they're just trickling that one. Uh, do you want to hear another trailer? Mm-hmm. Yes. This one is for Lizzo's HBO documentary called Love Lizzo. Kick it. No matter what part of my story you come in at, I'm always chasing the music. Y'all have no idea how close I was to this not being a thing. When I was a little girl, I would write these pop songs, but I didn't have the confidence in my voice. Oh, look at Melissa trying to be shy. How am I supposed to love somebody else when I don't like myself? Nobody was trying to sign a fat black girl that rapped and sang and played the flute. (laughs) It took so much hard work to get to where I am today. My voice. Now, when people see me on stage, they see themselves. Oh, I have goosies. I think that'll be a good one. What's that going to? What's the uh, what's HBO? Oh, okay. Opportunity to be um, who I am. Yes. I. She's right, though. She did beat the odds. Just having, oh, for sure, you know, just like, what are we supposed to do with this girl who plays the flute? Right. You know, like, she's just such a, she's so unique. That looks good. That looks good. I don't know when it comes out. That looks good. Uh, Yes, I do. November 24th. So, 10 days. So, look for that. Um, Thank you. Thank you, Donna. All right. Do you want to do a study now? No, wait, hang on. On on CNN, I'm looking at this uh, interview of Jeff Bezos and Lauren Sanchez. Oh, yeah. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And it's just so weird to me that when I worked at Reels, I've told you this before, but it's just, it makes it very surreal. When I worked at Reels, she worked it, right? Late in the time, she came in with this guy, Alex Camber, and they were going to host a show. It never made air. It was like they, they worked on a pilot. It was, I guess, not what they wanted it to be. It doesn't even end up airing. But I had a few, you know, passing, like, dressing room, you know, makeup room conversations with Lauren Sanchez. And just to now know, like, she's seated next to one of the richest men on the planet. I just, it's just weird. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, it's yeah. just Interesting, and so I guess they had their first interview together as a couple oh, on CNN who, Business. Oh, I would and love I just, to get my hands on that. I just, 
so far I've only seen him talking. Um, but it's just, yeah, just a weird thing, you know? Like, yeah. It's just weird. I, I just, I basically just looked him up yeah. and I just see love or luxury. Ten celebrities accused of being gold diggers. And there's her face. Well, yes, I think that she has also, yes, perhaps dated some other people who were well-to-do. It also says that Jeff Bezos' partner, Lauren Sanchez, give $100 million to Dolly Parton for charity. Did she really have anything to do with that? Well, Donna. Donna. Well, it's not her money. What? Donna. What? Maybe maybe he said to her, what's mine is yours. What's yours is mine. He doesn't sound very bright. Whoa. What? What are you talking? I've hardly even heard him speak. Jeff Bezos. You know what? I don't know that I have very much either. Listen, if he's happy. We we went live when Shatner came back to Earth and Bezos greeted him. um, But I think then Shatner did most of the talking. Well, and then didn't Shatner... Shatner said he felt sadness later on. He said, I just felt like... It was like death. Yeah. That doesn't sound like a ringing endorsement. (laughs) Maybe he just meant because he felt so small. I think, yeah. And when you're... He said when you were out there, it's not like you looked and saw... It wasn't like going to the planetarium. Right. He was like, all you saw was cold darkness. Yes. Oh, see that... I don't like that. I don't need to know about that before I die. Thanks. <laughs> I don't know, man. Steve. All right, here's what we're going to do. All just, right. just, Let's talk money. Yeah, I we'll do money. I'll save my study for tomorrow. Are you really married to your study? Not really. I didn't even link it up correctly. What a day. Money Monday is coming up after the break. Uh, Donna's going to contribute. I am. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the show. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Woo! DJ Rock Lobster's with us, too. Clomp, clomp. Clobbity, clomp, clomp. Come on now, let's talk some money. Money. Oh, good. Let's talk about money. Money, Monday. There are more things in the world to buy. It's Donna and Steve. Than most people have money for. So, so money Monday. Choices have to be made. But mostly it's Steve. Donna? Hey, Steve. You have a way for people to maybe save a little bit of money? Maybe. This Thanksgiving? Here's the deal. Stay home. Okay. Eat at home. There's a writer for the New York Post who claims that Thanksgiving at a restaurant might actually be a smart money move this year. And they based it on a report from Wells Fargo that found the price of food at restaurants has only jumped 6% since last November compared to 10% for groceries and 15% for Thanksgiving foods Hmm. specifically. So, yes, everything does cost more from turkey and potatoes to flour and butter. But you're not going to beat the value of a Thanksgiving cooked at home where all the labor is free. 
You don't have to leave a tip. And if you factor in leftovers, the Wells Fargo report even admits that and says it doesn't make sense unless you're having dinner with a very small group and you just want to avoid the work. The more people, the more sense it is it makes to cook at home. Thank you. Last year, the average, sorry, I was just going to say the average dinner last year cost five thirty-three per person. So even if that doubled, it's still a lot cheaper to cook at home. Thank you. Thank you, Donna. You're welcome. We're getting together with a couple families, and we all chop up, you know, what we bring, of course. So I feel like it doesn't <laughs> right, get too right, right. expensive for Everybody anybody. brings something. And I don't even know if we're doing a full bird or not. Oh, how many we, people in the family? That done, sounds like a lot of people. There are a lot of people. I mean, well, six adults and then like 40 children. I'm rounding up to the Give or take. 40. All right. But we've done steak before in a year that we revolted against the traditional turkey. We've done ham. Oh, my gosh. Ham oh, is so, so good. good. You know what? I really want you to do what? Twice baked potatoes. Thanks. I will tell you this. If you want good potatoes, I have a recipe that I got from someone else. For Christmas? For ugly's bodies. I'll be home for Christmas. I do want it. Can you isolate it so that that drop just becomes Christmas? Yeah, I can do that. I might want it as my own like ringtone or something. <laughs> um... Three cheese baked mashed potatoes were one of the top five things I ever ate on Twin Cities Live. Oh, man. And Antigone Sander was the Mm. woman who came up with the recipe. Um, It was three cheese. What are the cheeses? Hang on one second and let me see if I can find that for you. Please stand by. There you go. I like it. Let me see here. Need another one or two? Yeah. Also, Rocco, can you pull up um, the girl from Ipanema? We used to do this back when Ryan was here. And, uh, oh, yeah, here they are. I mean, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. What? I can't see anymore? Now, is this just mashed potatoes or is it a casserole? Is it baked? Did you say baked? This is baked. Baked mashed potatoes. Oh, my gosh. This was from the year 2016. I am looking at a video of me in 2016, Donna, uh-huh. where I uh-huh. look like I'm 12 years old compared to how oh, I look no, right see. now. Are you aging at a rapid pace like I am? I think so. Oh, yeah. I mean. You're just a baby boo. Yeah, and I think my face was fatter back then. Also, last night, I weighed in at night at 213 pounds. I don't believe it. That is 20 pounds up from like 194. But my face doesn't look... I know. I judge my body on my face. I know where my BMI is based on my face hmm. and my stomach. And the scale. The scale was really mean. Just stay away from it. You are the queen of hearts. What, I want to know what the cheeses are. If know, there's I'm no Parmesan, then I'm, I'm not to... interested. Well, I think you might be able to do whatever kind you want. I'm trying to see. All right. Cream cheese? Cheddar cheese. I believe. I believe. I don't want cream cheese in there. 
that's that's taking it too far. Oh, okay. Let me see. I think I might be able to find this here. All right. Good I mean, talk. This is, yeah, this is really going well. It's okay. We're on till noon. No one's in a hurry. It's snowy out. Just chill out, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Here is what we have. Son of a gun! Isn't this a Money Monday? Yes. Come on now, talk about money. We're going to do food news. No, I, I got distracted. That's all right. Let us know when you find it. Three cheese baked mashed potatoes is what you need to look up. Okay. Where in the heck? There's plenty of res- restaurants, of recipes that fit that description, but I don't see Antigone's name attached to it. And I keep going back to the old thing. Mm-hmm. And then it is, um, oh, here we go. Here we go. Hang on now. Nope, son of a gun. Link's oh my dead. gosh, you're the worst. This is really frustrating. You need to be you need to be in, in timeout. It's really good, is my point. Okay, thanks. And you mash them and you bake them. And there's three cheeses. I do believe cream cheese is in there. Okay. And I just remember it being so divine, so good. Each bite I felt good in my body. <laughs> Donna. <laughs> You're so dramatic. Donna. What? You're a dramatic guy. I like stuff. (laughs) Crap. Can't find anything I want to find you guys. Back to money. Oh, son of a gun. Have you heard of I-bonds? No, I have not. I think they're, the I, I think, stands for interest rate bonds. But my sister mentioned them yesterday, and she was like, have you heard of these? You know how CDs, Certificates of Deposit, mm-hmm. the first investment vehicle, if you want to call it that, that my mom told me about. I remember her telling me about CDs. Hey, you put your money in here, you put it in for right. 12 months, and you'll get the guaranteed 2.5%. Right. It's like the Christmas Club. Please, mice. Oh. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> I, uh, Is it like a regular bond that over time... Well, this one, I think, gives you a rate coverage. It's tied to inflation and what's going on. So, like, right now, you've noticed with your savings accounts, your high-yield savings accounts, Mm -hmm. they're getting back up into, like, the mid-threes. Which is great. Which is great. They've been sub-one for a very long time, and now they're up above three. I saw one as high as 3.75% for just, if you have money that you're just parking somewhere and you want to gain interest, you can. But... Um, this I bond, this interest rate bond, had gone up to, uh, it was 1.77% in May of 21. Um, and then in November of 21, the rates doubled, went up to 7.1%. It went as high as 9.6% in this I bond for, in May of 2022. Okay. So this Almost is like, 10%. they have like series EE. This is Series I. Series I. Okay, yes. To protect you from inflation. Yes. And so as inflation went up, it was like, hey, if you have money, go put it there. Now, there is a certain time period that it has to stay there. But if you take your money out from an I bond early, the only penalty that you get is you lose the last three months of interest. So if you had, it was supposed to be in for 18 months um, and you... It'll just penalize you retroactively, not for what's left on your term, but on the last three months of interest that you earned. It will take that okay. back. So there are different ones that have different maturity times. So the current interest rates for double E bonds mm-hmm. is 2.10 versus I bonds 
6.89%. That's long, amazing. Not long ago, it was almost at 10%, which is like a, a good year on the stock market, right? To, to right. earn that much money. So if you, if, you, if you have money that's sitting around in savings, if it's sitting in your bank's savings that isn't returning a high yield, it might be time to look at a Capital One 360, mm-hmm. an ally, financial, uh, you know, even Robinhood. Robinhood, actually, where I do some stock trading, yep. they have a 3.75% right <gasps> now. So you can just That's put... That's amazing. Yeah, you can put money somewhere and it can it can get to work. It's kind of one of the benefits of uh, when inflation is kind of going wonky. It's one way that you can... You know, go with the flow, f- fight back, right? Keep right. the system, so to speak. Okay, I wonder what um, Capital One is right now. I think it's at three point three. That's amazing, but you have to have a certain amount of money to earn that high rate, so. right? I don't oh think my there's gosh, a high entry point. No, the rates have gone up um, so much. That's uh, great. Okay, everybody, get on it. Yeah, guys. Uh, oh my god. Oh yeah, yeah, and a four percent right now on a one year CD. Wow. Okay, that's fantastic. One. So that's one of the benefits of all of the rates that have gone up and the interest rates that have gone up. But Money Monday, last week the stock market had a nice rebound because they uh, the inflation report came in lower than expected for the first time in a long time. And so the stock market had like a huge rally. And the rates will probably go up, they think, again, another half percentage in December. But they've been increasing the interest rates, trying to cool inflation. But it takes a little while for that to happen. And so it's kind of like the uh, cleaning out the garage, right? It gets worse before it gets better. Yep. You have to pull all the crap down. So we're in that phase. But they think it could be slowing. So maybe inflation, which had felt like a runaway train for Mm -hmm. a while, Mm -hmm. perhaps is starting to slow down a little bit. Okay. Great. 3% currently at Capital One 360. That's great. I don't think they do the 360 anymore. I think they do. I don't think so. I think, think Capital so? One 360 is now just Capital One. Is that right? I think so. Donna. I'm pretty sure. You're an inspiration to me. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Yeah. Am I right? Um. Yeah, I... Uh, it, go, it takes you to CapitalOne.com, yeah, and then it, it does show it's, you 360 CD accounts and rates, but I don't know. Guys, listen, this is why you tune in. If we're not talking about corns, which tomorrow, don't forget Corn Tuesday, send us pictures of your corns, um, then we're talking about interest <laughs> rates. Rocco, you probably don't even believe in banking. No, I keep my money uh, buried in the backyard. Yeah, right, probably right. in the hollow of his mattress. <laughs> He doesn't want bankers getting rich. I mean, he's probably a oh, part of yeah, some weird totally. like. He's like picketing. And yeah, <laughs> co-op of his other dirtbag friends. Respectfully, Rocco. Yeah, not you. It's a different Rocco. Yeah, let's just invest in each other, man. <laughs> All of his money's in the base of a hookah. I have hemp coin. <laughs> wait, is that a thing? I don't know. Well, we'll wait till tomorrow when I introduce corn coin. Oh. On Corn Tuesday. Oh, that's right. Toes Day. Yeah, it's Toes Day, girl. I want to go now. <laughs> From a content perspective, we could have gone about 40 minutes back. Yep. But we're going to stretch it out. Oh, well, we come back. Uh, we, we're going to find out what's the soup. We also have a new thing that we're working on called, like, the Blank of the Day. Yeah. And we have a new song submission for it, Rocco. Yeah, I, I like that I one. think it's pretty good. So we'll let everybody else listen to it. Um, and we'll call the cafeteria, find out what's the soup. That when we come back, Donna, Steve, my talk. Hey, we love you.
you more. Welcome back. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Hey, got a little hey. Elon Musk quick tidbit for you. Okay. This from the Morning Brew newsletter that does not endorse me, but I tell you guys about ad nauseum. Uh, Elon Musk is getting paid a ton of money, and apparently his compensation package is being challenged in court. In 2018, Tesla's board approved a compensation plan that awarded Musk stock grants tied to Tesla's valuation and business achievements. It's worth $52 billion, even at Tesla's dropping share price. This per the Wall Street Journal ever heard of it. Mm. But one Tesla stockholder, Richard Tornetta, says this pay package, which he called, quote, the largest in human history, was the result of Musk bulldozing the board with his influence, his, excuse me, influence, and the board subsequently misleading shareholders around the approval of the award. So Tornetta, the Tesla stockholder, filed a class action lawsuit to scrap Musk's pay plan. But Musk uh, apparently has the upper hand in this case, as business law court rarely meddles in the affairs of executive pay. Wasn't Money Monday done about 10 minutes ago? I was just throwing in a little bonus. You are such a Musk fanboy. No, I'm not a Musk. I just read a bad story about Musk. Yeah, did that pain you? See, Rocco thinks I'm super pro Elon Musk. You are. No, I might not be as anti him as other folks. I like that he's challenging the system, that he's a bit of a disruptor. But he's also does a bunch of dumb things for being a genius. Mm. See what he's done with Twitter recently. Is he a genius, though? He I didn't mean, invent Tesla or SpaceX or anything. He just bought them. Mm. The man makes a good point. I don't know if that's totally true or not. I don't know if he just bought them. Where did he get the money from? Did he already have money? Yeah, his parents like owned an emerald mine in South Africa. There's your genius. There's your thanks, Dad. Wow. Anyways, I know you're. It's always two against one. You guys love Elon. And how about what he named his kid? (laughs) Wasn't it just a series of numbers? Maybe that's not a sign of genius. I I don't know. I mean, what's his story? He's a businessman. I don't know. Remember when he came out on SNL and he was like, "You didn't expect me to be like some super chill dude." Well, he is the chief engineer of SpaceX engineer mm-hmm. yeah i think he's smart i think rocco probably hates him i'm not i i at one point i was like oh wow what a genius he invented electric cars and rockets and stuff and then i did, looked a little deeper and i was like oh he's just a rich guy and he's kind of a jerk remember when he offered to rescue the kids in the cave in thailand and then somebody else beat him out to it and he responded by calling him a pedophile no. See, dig <laughs> a little deeper. Oh my gosh! Whoa, wow. Okay. Now maybe Rocco wrote this one. L.A. Times wrote a column one week ago. Is Elon Musk a genius or an idiot? Fine line. <laughs> I tell you what. <laughs> and we're riding it right about now, girlfriend. You know it. Uh, Apple. Um, Vikings win. Oh my gosh! That was so good. It was the greatest TV show of the year so far. Yeah. Uh, my son and I, my wife went to bed with like a toothache. My son and I watched that fourth quarter and just like 
hugged and high fived, oh, our jaws dropped at least twice. That's amazing. And you were probably depressed at least twice. Oh my gosh. Well, at one point we were like, well, we're gonna lose, but at least, you know, everybody else in our division stinks, so we're still gonna be we're still gonna win the division. Big whoop. And then they fumble on the goal line and we're just like, Oh my god. And I mean and that, that came catch after the fourth and eighteen catch by Justin Jefferson was insane. Some people on ESPN and stuff are calling it the best catch of all time. Because not only was it amazing, but it was meaningful. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Yeah. Well, it certainly was more meaningful than the Odell Beckham catch. Right. George Pickens earlier this year with the Pittsburgh Steelers. People were like, whose catch is better, Pickens or Odell's? This is the, the the fact that it didn't hit the ground is so insane. It's just so insane. But I, my nephew Cruz was there, and Cruz is ten. And while everybody else, again, none of us diehard Vikings fans, we like the Vikings. Yeah. But we're not born and raised here. Right. Uh, but we were all captivated. And we wanted the Vikings to win, but we were just like watching the entertainment play out. Like, oh my gosh, the highs, the lows, the highs, the lows. And my little nephew is fully only concerned, but deeply emotionally invested in getting a free Big Mac because the McDonald's <laughs> app does a thing where anytime the Vikings win this year, you get a free Big Mac through their app. So he's like, I can taste the Big Mac, baby. <laughs> and then he's like, well, there goes my Big Mac. Two all beef patties. I mean, he's up and he's down. He's up and he's down. Oh, my God. I love it. Donna, you need to go watch 20 minutes of it play out in real time. I will. Uh, no, you won't. But I'll send I you will. a link. I, I will. I'll send you a link in it that the NFL did a uh, like a 20-minute version of the game. Okay. And it's unbelievable. But Rocco, the fourth and 18, yeah. he catches it. Then they get down there, and then they're like, is Jefferson in? No, his knee is down. Is uh, Cook somehow just drops oh a pass? Oh, my gosh. Then Cousins stopped at the half-yard line. I mean, those were uh. three, like, aren't they touchdowns? I mean, we thought that the game was done when Jefferson caught the touchdown pass. Right. And then they call that off. Then Cook drops it. Then Cousins down at the half-yard line. And you're like, oh, do, does my pain know any more pain? Anyway, that's my apple. Oh, my gosh. And then they got all they got to do is kneel on the ball. They mess it up. All the Vikings are celebrating. I'm thinking, oh, cool, two points for safety. No, wait. They actually have the ball in the end zone. Then Buffalo goes down, scores a game-tying field goal. Then they go to overtime. The Vikings are forced to do a field goal. And then you're like, oh, this is going to end in painful fashion. Josh Allen just putting the dagger through the heart of Vikings fans. Au contraire, mon frere, says one Patrick Peterson. I will intercept this ball, and we will win. It was the greatest of all time, pretty much. And I'm Donna Valentine. <laughs> you didn't watch it, huh? I didn't. My oh brother my was gosh. texting me, and he's just like, you know, you have to know about this game. It's like the greatest game ever, and don't sound like a dummy when you go on the air. <laughs> I'm like, I won't. I'm like, I'm the only one who talks about sports on this show. It was something else. That sounds great. Let's, um, just, let's l- just get this. Let's food. call Brian. Okay, fine. Here Rocco's favorite thing. It's Rocco's onion every day. What if we had to call Elon Musk to find out what the soup is? Oh, yeah, that'd be so <laughs> <laughs> Hey! Brian! Hi, give us some split go. pea, baby! Nope. Thank you. Uh, yep, again. Uh, let me guess. It's a Monday. Uh, I'm going to say... Pasta fagioli. Nope. Italian okay. wedding soup. Ick. We got white chicken chili. Oh, okay. All right. That's good. It. That's good. That's All right. Is that really soup. a soup? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Soup. Is chili a soup? Yeah. Yeah. Anything you can put in a bowl is a soup. Okay. All right. That's great. 
Hey, what's what's the entree today again? Uh, we got chicken Caesar light light Mondays. Nice. Mm. You gotta, can I get that in a wrap version and eat it on my way home? You may. Sweet bro. Mm. Wow. All, All right, right bro. I'll see you soon. All right, All right. Bye now. Bye, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. What's up? Yeah. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. How do you communicate with your friends? <laughs> like when you see Sarge, do you hug him when you see him? Uh, not really. I did see him Friday. That was nice, but did you, no hugs. Do you not hug people much? Do you? Mm. You seem you seem uncomfortable with physical. Uh, communication. You know, I'm not a big hugger. I'll maybe give the dap, you know, like a little the handshake into the hug sort of Can I hug thing. you after the show? Oh, that's weird. What do you mean it's weird? Uh, we got a cologne all over me and no, stuff. No, no, come on. People will call me a savage as I walk <laughs> around. <laughs> a savage. Everyone's, you know what, we're getting a lot of emails about that. People, and people are, the They're like, yeah, it smells really nice. Savage? Okay. Yes. Now, that's the, the Johnny, Johnny Depp, Depp one. Yeah. Um, but then Don and Rocco immediately noticed that Savage is one letter off from sausage. Yeah, well, Rocco <laughs> said it before, and I'm like, it actually is. Ew. That's a bummer. By the way, me. Shauna says you have an ESPN voice. Who? You. Oh, sweet. Are they hiring? I don't think she works for them. Oh. He's just making an observation. Oh, I thought and she was like a headhunter. I was like, ah, this is my way out of here. Oh, you should do cartoons. <laughs> See? Oh, boy. <laughs> We're going to take a break. Well, like a permanent break. Possibly. For We're never day. sure. We're never We're sure. sure. Uh, Donna's going to go take her Christmas tree down. <laughs> Damn it. It's a bummer day, but we'll be better tomorrow, maybe. Thanks for listening. We love you guys passionately with an unending love. Okay, that's right. a little bit much. Splash, splash, splash. Splash Weather Repel Premium Windshield Wash features a three-in-one formula that repels rain, sleet, snow, and bugs while leaving a streak-free shine. And its advanced beating technology keeps you seeing safely all year long. See safely on the road when you apply a little splash. Pick some up at Walmart today.